Hi, it's Tap Warner. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Success podcast, an inspirational program about creating the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. Your host today is a Christian author, speaker, business coach, and program development expert who will help you design, grow, and delight in doing business as worship, because that is true success. And now, here's my lovely wife, Katie Horner. Your art may be so bad it never made it to your mother's refrigerator, but our guest today is here to help you change that story in your life. She can take you from drawing stick figures to realistic paintings and drawings in no time at all. I'm so excited to dive into her story and learn from her and her amazing launches that she's done in her business. So the Rhode Island School of Design, which is the USA's number one ranked college, has chosen our guest as one of their master artists for their fellowship award because her artists, the artists that she trains, have gone on to win top awards and lucrative commissions for many of their artworks. And some of her students just do it because they enjoy doing it. And it's a way to relax and develop the gifts that God has given them. And so she's also the winner of countless awards, including an Emmy Sandra is a uh, national magazine columnist for prestigious national art magazines, the author of more than 70 courses with students on almost 50 countries, and just some very impressive credentials. So I can't wait to dive into this. Sandra, we are so excited to have you with us today. Thank you for being on the For Your Success podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you, Katie. You are a rock star in my head. And I love the opportunity to just talk about success and how to get there. Well, I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to talk to you. I know we've been in a couple of groups together and I've heard parts of your story, but not all of it. I'm excited to dive in a little bit deeper today. But as you're talking about talking about success, what is Sandra Angelo's definition of success? I would say my definition of success is living the life that you've dreamed of. Because 31 years ago, I sat at a cardboard table writing on a little yellow notepad because I couldn't afford a computer, couldn't afford a desk. So my tattered cardboard table was from Kmart and I was on a metal folding chair and I wrote down, I'm going to be a world famous master. I'm going to make millions of dollars with my work and I'm going to be an authority in the industry. I'm going to take people from zero to artist. And I wasn't even a good artist. (laughs) And I I said, I'm going to be award-winning writer. And I never had a writing course. And I I really feel like it was the Holy Spirit just giving me instructions. This is what you were born for. Write it down, you know, because there's power in belief and in writing it down. And I'm talking to you from a pet house that has a 280-degree view of the harbor. And I am famous in 49 (laughs) countries. And I've won so many awards, I can't count them. But the most important thing is that I am doing what I was put here to do. And I'm blessing people. And when you are blessing people and you're making a difference in their lives, they're willing to pay you for that because you're showing up in a big way that's really changing their world. And I have changed the Holy Spirit through me because I'm the lantern and he's the light. And when I was a little girl in Africa, they give you your own name. And mine is Tokunden Diwan Sombana. They give you your own song. And mine is Kiki no Kingi Kane Kasane Sanya, which means this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And so that's what I do. I feel like I'm the conduit, but 
it's him that's doing it. And so it's just thrilling when he chooses me to do stuff. And when I watch him work through me, I feel so honored and so excited about the changes that I see in people's lives. And it's just super, super fun to be a part of that. I love that. And knowing your history, knowing that you uh, grew up in Africa and you said before you went from mud hut to millionaire and you've helped people who were in mud huts all the way up to millionaires learn to draw and learn to use art. Tell us the Tony Robbins story. That's one that kind of stands out in my mind. And how did you end up working with Tony Robbins? Well, here's the crazy thing. This is so typical of God. And that's what I love is when it's so obvious it's not me and it's obvious it's him. I didn't even know who he was, but he called my office and he asked if I could teach his platinum club how to paint on the Grand Canal in Venice, Italy for four hours. And I had no idea who he was. So I had to find out. And then I was just a teacher earning 20,000 a year working my tail off. And I didn't even know how to give him a contract. So I paid somebody $300, which is a lot of money 20 years ago. And I said, you teach me how to write this. And as a result of that, he paid me $100,000, first class tickets to Venice, Italy, my own made in, the, in a castle on the Grand Canal. I had dinner with the Contessa. We went there in the, you know, the gondola and all that kind of stuff. And I was living this life that I had imagined, but I didn't know the specifics. It was like God knew. You know, and so God had him get a hold of me. And, and that was my first high ticket client. Starting with a hundred thousand is a pretty good thing for four hours. You well, that's know, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. And all the accoutrements that went with it were amazing. And when I saw him, I said, that's what I want to do. I just want to do it in a different way than he does it, but that's what I want to do. I want to serve people and take them all over with the art and culture tours and just have them live these creative experiences that you'll never forget for the rest of your life, stepping into this dream life. And it unlocks a lot of your potential when you step into creativity. Yeah. I, our God created the world mm-hmm. with his words, right? So we are creative as we're made in his image and able to use that creativity. I saw something on Instagram the other day that said, creativity is the ultimate form of rebellion. And I thought, whoa, they've got their theology all wrong. Yeah, Because creativity is what we were born to be. We are created in the image of a creative God to be able to to speak life and to create new things because he is creative. I mean, if you don't think he's creative, you got to just look at some of the animals he made, right? And that just blew me away. But I love that he initiated this sort of spark in you was such an amazing experience. And you've gone on to launch multiple high ticket offers from there. You're in a launch today. We were just chatting about that before we started recording. What did that first experience plant in you that made you want to do this more? Well, I realized that God has called me for something higher. There's nothing wrong with people serving at the lower level. I did that for many years. You know, I sold $20 book and the pencil accessories and stuff like that. And I enjoyed it for that season. But I got to a season where I was really supposed to reach more people at a higher level and influence influencers. Because if I teach the Pied Piper to be creative, 
then everybody in that line learns how to be creative. And I agree with the comment that you disagreed with that creativity is not a rebellion. It's a partnership with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's when it's listening, getting quiet enough to listen to him and have him tell you because he whispers, you know, you do need to be quiet. But I have many conversations with him at two and three in the morning where he's just whispering to me between the wake and sleep, which is when you're most receptive. And I feel like he is the source of creativity, which is why I'm on such a mission to teach people how to be creative because he's a problem solver. You know, you don't, if you get pregnant, you don't have to kill the baby. There are solutions, you know, and um, there's just so many solutions that he has for us if we learn how to be creative. So yeah, I'm all about creativity. And that's why I started stepping up higher. Because to me, art is not about marks on paper. Art is about creating an amazing life. And then you hold your paper up to the life and that's a mirror. Just like Monet planted the garden that he wanted to paint instead of just bemoaning the fact that all he had was fruit in front of him. He said, I'm going to create what I want to paint. And that's what I teach people to do is to create the life they want to live. And then they get inspired and it shows up in their art and in their paintings. And even if it doesn't, they had a great life. I love that. Create the life you want to live and be inspired by it. To be inspired by the things that we ourselves have done. And that's, that's pretty amazing. Well, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth with words and with faith of speaking it. And at the end of the day, he would look at it and say, this is good. I did a good job. And I think we feel that too when we create. Sometimes I look at my work and I think, wow, (laughs) I can't believe I just did that. That's really fun to be accomplished like that and to see. There are days when I don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) You make mistakes on the way to the good stuff. But it's natural for us to be creative. We were born in the image of God and we were born to create. And in our culture, people don't teach people to create. They teach people linear things like math and science and all of that. But yeah, I think creativity is a super key to allowing the Holy Spirit to enter all these different disciplines, schools, churches, government, businesses can solve problems when they learn to think creatively. And so that's why I've kind of stepped up into the high ticket because I want to change influencers because I don't want to spend the time changing the thousand or, or million people in their line. I just, if I change them, I can change all their people. And so that's kind of what I've started doing in the high ticket world. Greater impact. And you're on the high end of high tickets as well, right? That was God's idea. He started me out at a hundred thousand and I kind of like that. It was like, (laughs) you're in a hundred thousand, you don't have to work as hard, right? Because you've got plenty to, to fall back on, but there is a resistance. You know, I remember when I was First in my coaching program, which I think is so important. I know you do coaching. And I think the day that my life changed was the day that I decided to invest with a coach because on my own, I was struggling at five figures for years, maybe 10 years. And then my home and business burned down and I had to start over and I didn't know how to do that. So I hired a coach and he took me to six figures. And so It's the same in my art. It's like you can spend your time on YouTube trying to figure out how to get there, or you can just hire me for a weekend and I'll get you there. 
And so I think that high ticket is you're paying for speed. You know, you're paying to go to the front of the line and not to have to have the stress of trying to figure everything out on your own. But anyway, I was hesitant in the beginning because it is scary to ask. Like my client said to me, I'm coaching a very wealthy, very successful businesswoman who runs a major company. And she asked me for my link to my PayPal account before she asked for the price. (laughs) You know, she just said, what's your PayPal account? Because I want to join it. And she hasn't even gone to my event. She can't Mm -hmm. come to my event. She just wants to, she says, whatever you're doing, sign me up. What's your PayPal link? And then when she gets to PayPal, she goes, how much should I put in here? And I choked a little, you know, because it was like, I know there's going to be people in there that can't spend 10,000 and she could spend way more, but I just told her 99997 and she said, okay. And bada boom in my box was that money. And it's going to give me, it buys me freedom. That's what I love about it. When you start dealing with the high ticket, you can do a lot less work because it buys you time, money, freedom so that you can really focus on doing what you're good at instead of all the nitpicky little things that happen when you serve a a low-end client. Yeah, I love that. And your launches have been not necessarily huge launches either because you are reaching a smaller demographic at a certain income level, right? right? And what does a launch look like for you when you think, oh, I'm getting ready for another launch? What does that mean in terms of what you're putting out into the world in the launch phase? I actually got kicked out of a coaching club because I wasn't doing it right. Uh (laughs) Well, I only had 11 people in my event, but I earned a six-figure result with 11 Mm -hmm. people. And they keep saying it's all about the numbers. You've got to get a certain number of people in there because then a certain percentage will come to the event. Only 30, they expect 30% to come to the event. And then they expect, I think it's like two or 3% to buy. And I say, it's all about the numbers unless you make it about the people. Love that. And when you make it about the people and you're there to serve them and they know it, they want what you have, especially if they're the kind of client that needs what you have. You know, you can't be selling because you need to make a house payment. You need to be selling because you know this person needs it and you can serve them and make their life better. And when they see that, they're looking for something. I know that Google often will say to me, I'm going to track you for this or whatever. And I'm like, go ahead, stalk me. I'm interested in this, you know, because I'm in your target market. And when they don't get it right, don't do that. I'm not that person. Like, how did you ever get that idea that I would be (laughs) interested in that, you know, but I am interested in certain things and I want to know more about that stuff. And your people are that way too. So when you're attracting those people and you're more concerned about getting them a transformation than you are about what you're going to get back from it, because you know you were created to do this thing, Mm -hmm. then it makes it easy for you to offer them the next step. The enemy was talking to me this morning. He likes to tell you lies. And this morning he was saying to me, Sandra, you used to be amazing, but now you've passed your sell-by date. You know how you have that little tag on the bread that you need to buy it by <laughs> And he was like, you're past your sell-by date. And um, you used to be amazing, but you're not anymore. And so you know what I said to him? I said, 
Surely you bless the righteous and surround them with your favor as with a shield. God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And money doesn't come through me. Money is what God sends when he needs to finance what he wants me to do. I'm not the source. All I need to do is show up, do my job, and he'll pick up the tab. And he's not limited. He's not limited. You know, he has infinite resources. My parents were missionaries. We were the first white people in the Belgian Congo's Ituri Forest. But my dad was there to break the language into writing. And my mother was helping them do better nutrition so they wouldn't die so young. And we were missionaries, which is people would think that's a low budget. And it is, trust me. I know. (laughs) We went to 40 countries before I was 15. My first passport was 11 months. My parents just knew that God had unlimited resources to finance the dreams in their heart. And so they just tapped into it. And no wonder I am the way I am because they never said that. I just watched and I saw what they did. They did amazing things with their lives. And by watching them, I became like that too, just believing in what you can't see. Because if you can see it, that's not faith. Yeah. You know, it doesn't require faith when you can see it. But when you can't, you really have to believe when it's dark, you know, and when the enemy comes against you and starts to whisper these mean things in your ear, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the rulers of darkness. And he wants to stop me because I'm going to be effective. I can't listen to him. I have to keep surrounding myself with people who pray, which is what I asked for in leap. And bada boom, they prayed for me in leap in front of a whole bunch of non-Christians. And I made a sale, a high-ticket offer, a few minutes ago. That's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. Love it when God shows up that way. And He is good all the time. And seeing Him play out that favor, you know, we walk in the favor of God. One of my clients says that all the time, and I just love that phrase, I walk in the favor of God. And what's more, I walk hand in hand with the God of the favor. And it's so cool to see him giving us opportunities to use our talents and gifts in a way that blesses others and provides for the things that he's doing in our own lives. So, so exciting. What would you say is your biggest struggle when it comes to launching your your drawing classes or these experiences that you teach for weekends with people? I don't enjoy the launch process. I don't enjoy the sales process, but I do it because it's necessary. And I have to gear up for it. I finished a whole pint of haagen chocolate ice cream over the last <laughs> two days. And that <laughs> helps a lot. But the biggest struggle for me is the mental game, the mindset of will I get enough customers? Because what I want to do is serve. I love helping people transform their art. But I don't like part where you have to go out and get the people. And so... One of the things that I've learned with high-ticket offers is it's about relationships and about building relationships with people so that this lady that I sold the high-ticket offer to today can't even come to the event, but she bought before she knew what it was because I've been serving her. She actually had an injury, and I was supposed to serve her for 13 weeks, and I served her for 17 weeks because... I was going to do that. And knowing that I'm faithful and that I'm there for her and that whatever happens, I'm going to show up. 
I think that that really makes a difference. But one of the things I think about launches is everybody's different in the way that they do it. Some people want an empire. I have already had an empire. Been there, done that, don't enjoy it. Because I want to have time for friends and family and writing. I want to write my life story for Netflix, you know, because I have a fascinating life. Something goes wrong every 10 minutes in a movie and that way. So sometimes when I travel, I say, God, turn off the movie script because I just want to not have anything go wrong. But I want to write that. So I want time. And when you run an empire, your to-do list is to manage people. And that's not what I want to do. I don't like managing people. It's like herding cats, you know. And some people (laughs) have that gift. You know, that's okay for them. It's just not what I want to do. I want to wake up to drawing a dog or a cat and teaching somebody else how to draw their dearly departed dogs so that they bring that love back to life. I just taught a guy how to draw his three-year-old daughter who died. And it was so healing for him because he would hear her giggle. He told me that while he was drawing, he remembered her running into the bedroom because he had the night shift. And so she would go and just curl up in his arms and sleep with him during the day because she just wanted to be with her daddy. And the drawing of that brought her back to life. You know, it's like you travel into a time machine when you draw and you connect with all those people. And I love, 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 love doing that. The other part of the business, you have to do it whether you like it or not. It's just part of what you have to do. And so some people, they go for the big numbers and they have the high tech. I go for low numbers and high sales. (laughs) I love that strategy. Love that strategy. And like you said, it's different for everyone. You have to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I know my mentor, Jeff Walker, says everything is a test, right? And so you just keep testing and keep putting it out there and find what works for you and for the people that you're serving. Because if you're still here, there's still a reason somebody needs your message and your gifting. So thrilled to have you here. Tell us what your next launch is. What have you got up your sleeve? Well, I'm working on a colored pencil apprenticeship program for the fall. And I just spent six months recovering from a bad bicycle accident. So during that time, my right hand wasn't broken. So I created these amazing new ways to learn pencil faster because it can look like oils and acrylics and pastels and all that. So I'm going to do an eight-week apprenticeship in the fall where we're going to go from zero to amazing in eight weeks. I'm kind of shortening the process. Instead of learning in decades, we're going to learn in days what it takes masters to learn. And so, but my apprenticeship programs are by invitation only because I do screen out people who are cranky. (laughs) And um, I did serve a few of those. And then I realized that wasn't going to work for me anymore. I don't do energy vampires. And so I screen people to see if it's right for them and it's right for me. So They can apply for an apprenticeship by emailing me. Awesome. We'll put the email link in the show notes for everyone. But if you're interested, email Sandra at learntodrawfast.com. Sandra at learntodrawfast.com. And we'll also have that in the show notes for folks. Um, You definitely want to check out everything that she's got there. Some amazing, amazing artwork. And her technique has been proven over and over and over again. So get on her list, find out about her next launches and events, and be sure that you take part of that if art is in your future. So 
Thank you again, Sandra. It's been just a delight to, to talk with you today and learn from you. Well, I want to tell you, Katie, that I started listening to your podcast just recently because I've been super busy and you just haven't been on my radar. I knew you as a friend in our group, but I didn't know what an amazing human being you are. I mean, I'm going to be addicted to listening to you all the time in the future. You are so gifted. And I can tell that the Holy Spirit is guiding you and that he's using you in a mighty and powerful way. And I think that anybody who works with you would be very privileged and you could help them go to a whole nother level and equip them to do what they were put here to do as well, because you're a faith-based, you know, coach. And that's a big difference. I've taken, you know, coaching from people who are not faith-based and people who are, and you can learn a lot from people who aren't, but there's just a clash. So I love the idea that you're doing these podcasts and I'm addicted. I'm going to definitely be there every time you broadcast because you have so much wisdom. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I look forward to connecting again. And anytime you want to come chat, we'll, we're happy to have you over here. Okay, that sounds great. I'm, I might be back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Katie Horner of HandprintLegacy.com, obsessed with helping faith-based entrepreneurs design, grow, and delight in the business that affords you the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. It's been my honor today to host you on the For Your Success podcast, and I do hope you'll scroll down wherever you're hearing this and leave me a comment or review. You can get all of today's links and show notes over at foryoursuccesspodcast.com. And until next time, remember, my friend, your message matters. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.